Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I am Chris. Beep boop, I'm Nathaniel. Beep, beep, welcome beep. to Arcanum Obscura. That's how you said it. Welcome oh. to Arcanum Obscura. Did I? Yeah, because you Cause, fucked up the first time. Because I fucked up the first time, so you... I tried to make sure I got it right this time. I fucked up our name. I know. I'm good at this. You said Arcanum Obscura. So, hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to... And hello, Nate. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing... Fuck well. off. <laughs> How are you doing today, Chris? Me? I work... I got up at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Got to work for 6.30, worked 10 hours. Yeah. And now we're recording a podcast. It's all right. 8.40. 8.40. Ah, this, we'll be fine. Yeah. To be fair, this is about the time we normally do our podcast. But I haven't Just worked not... 10 hours, and I wasn't up at 2 a.m. It's true. And I didn't do a bunch of blow this time, so I'm all worn down. Fuck. Yeah. You didn't do your speedball today? No. Oh, fuck it. Stop recording. I put it in my rectum. I heard it works faster. <laughs> Did you take the plastic off of it? Shit. Yeah. Prison habits. <laughs> hard to break. It's hard to break. Understandably. Well. This is a serious cast. We're being all fucking... Uh, it is, cast. but we're kind of, it, this is... It's the Halloween special! It is a Halloween special, so we're so, kind of more of like bullshitting this one. And we're taking a break from, from the Smurls. The Smurls. And we will be back to the Smurls next week. Yes. So hopefully you're enjoying the Smurls. Prepare yourself. We're about done. Yeah, what are we at, three now? So I think we've got like, or do we do four now? We did three. So we got like maybe three more. Yeah, we... I know we... We rewrote so much last week. We had we enough did. for a second, another episode. <laughs> we wrote so much for last week trying we did to get two hours his... of recording, and we still had about two hours of recording. We we're trying to go through it as fast as possible because we're starting to realize, oh shit, this is long. Yeah. This Plus, you know, long. we don't do super deep dive like other people. We get to the point. We yeah. have fun. We. I can just get. I can, I can complete the Smurls thing right now. Ghosts. <laughs> Done, <laughs> and that's it. Ghost holy water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, today is going to be our Halloween special because the day of this recording, it's two days from Halloween. It is Thursday, and Halloween's my favorite holiday. It is mine too. I fucking. Why love do you Halloween. like Halloween? For many reasons. You I asked me this yesterday, so I'm curious. Okay. Uh, I like it for a few reasons. I like to dress up. As is, so it gives me a better excuse to dress up. You can come out of the closet for Finally. a night and nobody questions you. Finally, I can dress up like a woman and no one will ever question it. <laughs> Who wasn't even going for a woman? That is great. I've never actually dressed up as a woman. I can finally wear guy clothes. <laughs> <laughs> My um, parents make me dress like a woman. Still. I like dressing up. I like getting free shit. Candy is fun. Um, I particularly like the whole just being out late at night and doing things. Because I love doing things at night, and when you have a group of people where it's more socially acceptable, it's really fun. I've done some crazy things on Halloween. Yeah, I told Not you about really. the Halloween where we dropped ass and went egging, and nobody was egging each other. They were egging yeah. their own groups. I'll admit, my Halloweens have never been as exciting about as dropping yours. dropping acid? <laughs> yeah. Th dropping acid and throwing eggs at people. My Halloween's never been that exciting. I do enjoy it. I Mine's kind of a sadder story, though. Of why you like Halloween? Yeah, like I've always liked Halloween. I love horror stuff. Mm hmm But Halloween changed when I had depression because then I could kind of like take off the 
the persona of healthy good Chris. Yeah, like like when you have depression, you're kind of always wearing a mask. So on Halloween, I could be someone different and not think about all that shit for one night. So you're always wearing a mask, and Halloween was yet another mask you could put on, but it was more acceptable. Yeah, that's that's your. It was like a like not a mask to hide from family and society. It was it was acceptable to wear a mask that night. Yeah, you're right. It's probably the best way of saying it. Interesting, that because my life has been sad. We have it was sad similar reasons on why we like Halloween, though they're rooted in different what like mine's rooted in pain sad, and suffering. Yeah. And I, yours no, is I like candy. No, mine's <laughs> rooted in like exploration and exploring and like just doing things with people. Like, I, because going out at night and visiting, like, neighborhoods to get candy was, like, my favorite, because you went around these neighborhoods that were really cool and interesting in the dark. I wouldn't put a mask on and I'd go out and go, oh, these are just glued on piercings. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's cheating. You can't do that, dog. You gotta put on actual work. We did a drag queen party one year. Of course. And we were actually gonna have a drag, <laughs> a drag queen was gonna raid it. I wasn't allowed to be a contestant. Oh. I was one of the hosts. Damn. But I did all this research on how to make fake breasts that feel realistic and move <laughs> no. realistic. And you know what the secret is? You get a diaper. You cut open a diaper. I don't, I don't like where this is going. And you put the powder from the diaper in a balloon, or a condom, is what we used. Fill it with water. Uh, and it gets that jelly-like consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's how we had our fake boobs. I had the trophy here, actually. I don't want to see it. We put. I wasn't allowed to be voted on, but we put all of our pictures up just to see Who? what people would say mm-hmm. about mine, too. I think I was called. You don't remember your Lollipop, drag name? Something like Lollipop or Candy Cane. It had to be something with the C. I had blue hair. I had a dress. You didn't name yourself Christy Candy Cane? No, my friend Sarah has a picture of me. Christy still. Kritzel? No, it was it was like Candy Cane or something. The, the trophy's here somewhere because we never got to give it to the kid who won. <laughs> oh really? It was a. Uh, we went to the dollar store and we got a little plastic like statue type. You know, yeah, the display figure of Britney Spears. <laughs> we put the year on it. It's somewhere. It's in a box. Here oh my god! Still. Hey, if you won that drag queen contest, contest. I actually won contact by points, but then we like we, we we have to go for second and third for first and second because I'm not supposed to be loaded on. Gotcha. But they were still voting on me. I think I was Candy Kane. I don't know. Sarah has the picture of it. She always tells me she's gonna post it. <laughs> She should. I think it would be quite interesting to see. She's never going to listen to this. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll find her. She actually brought it up. I'll I'll start fucking the other day texting Ed. Ed doesn't know her. I don't know who knows who in your group. I assume everybody knows everybody. No, no. Sarah's the... You know... Sarah's okay. family is the family that took me in. Okay. When I didn't get along with my parents. Okay. My parental units. And my mom used to get mad when I referred to her as a gestation pod. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that that would I could see how she would not like that. <laughs> That's about what she was. Oh boy. You know what's something we don't do? She's like, oh, peace out. I can do drugs again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what's one thing we don't do and we should be doing? And I forgot. I keep forgetting to do it. We got to put vast in our teeth so we can smile better. Yes. No. That's what they do in the fucking Miss America contests. So they don't, so their lips so go further? Their teeth just slide open easier. They smile nice and smooth. You don't get like maybe a tooth is dry and one part of your lip sticks. In it. Okay, that's a weird, that's a weird thing. Um, no, we never thank Ed. What? We never I did, th- we thanked him for the music. The first episode, but like, 
We should thank him more. Ed's coming down. I that, Ed's that'll be, be on the podcast. That, I have a special mm, podcast I'm waiting for. I'm not. Is he gonna be on Arcanum Obscura? Yeah, probably both of them. He's gonna be staying here. Okay. So that'll be interesting to meet him. I'm I'm scared, but no, we should thank him more frequently because we use this music every episode. So I just want to say thank you. He's my lover, and he owed me. What about your ginger bear? <laughs> Don't listen to this ginger bear. Turn us off before that part. <laughs> Someone made a comment about that at work. I'm kind of getting scared. You always call him ginger bear. Why? Why? Just relax. It's funny. <clears throat> it Cause is. I, oh, because the other day, uh, the boss, the homoerotic. The Tension boss yelled at. I just stared at the light too long. Like, <laughs> it's like the Edison bulb, so I got like a W in my eyes. Um, that doesn't boss... spell Edison. No. I'm sorry. I know. The antique style bulbs. It was a bad joke. But yeah, it was. The, uh, the, the, boss the boss yelled at one of my coworkers because he left a box of garbage on the side of the road. He mm. was big molly. He's like, well, you know, I know where to put it. And she was pissed. She's like, it can fit in the bucket. But she's right. Yeah. So we had to pick it up on the way out, and there was a couple plastic roses. So we were throwing on the garbage, I set them aside, and I get thrown the garbage. And I go up to the window, and I knocked on Joseph's window. When he rolled it down, I slowly lifted up the roses. <laughs> He's like, oh, and he took them. They're in the truck still. That's, That's how it came up, because someone said, uh, one of the new guys there is like painting plastic flowers as a plant in front of his house. Okay. Instead of actually having, like, being an adult, having real flowers. Fuck real flowers. So they're pain in the ass. They said, "Yeah, there's still two plastic roses in the backseat." I'm like, "Don't you touch them? There's ginger bears." <laughs> and they're like, "Please stop calling them." That. <laughs> yeah, and like, then ginger bear was like, "No, yeah. I like it." He doesn't care. He's, no. he's the one that started it. I'm sure he started calling me something, and I called him ginger bear. I love that man. I know he Joseph's doesn't believe awesome. it, but I do really. Appreciate he's like the that best guy. guy there. He really is. And like, whenever it was me and him, like on on a gator like just doing our job i i really enjoyed just talking to him about like just whatever because you can and he won't tell shit to everybody it wasn't even like private stuff it was just more like just a, a actual decent conversation with the person which is hard to find nowadays yeah which is hard to find especially in that department that's why i just talk to myself yeah well, intelligent conversation you got to do it yourself the voices in your head seem to help you a lot the voices in my head touch me my no no <laughs> your your no no bathing suit your no no bathing suit spot. Yeah. We should probably actually podcast. get to the podcast. Okay, so we are doing a um, Halloween special. Well, I mean, are we doing the theme I said? I yeah, like urban legends that turned out to be true. Well, yes, and mine no. are. Yeah. The first so, one I have turned out to have roots that were true. Not the whole thing's true. Yeah. Yes and no. The first one I have is based on a thing that people used to do. Sex? Wait, people, do people still, still do, do that? that. <laughs> I haven't in a long time, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm not getting any, so therefore nobody is getting any. Yep. Um, yeah. Because the world, the universe revolves around me. Yeah, fuck so. you. But yes, a lot of them are, the ones I have are based in truth. Okay, So you, but you have other stuff too. Yes, I also have some trivia. So do you want to like start with one of those? And sure, then... I can start with the trivia one. Which one do you want? You want you? How about this vampire? It's one of my okay. favorite things. So some That's of the what trivia I used to get called all the time. So let's go. So have I. 
We've been over this a thousand times. We've both been called vampire. In our yeah, but you were kind of like, I was kind of like Bram Stoker vampire, and you were kind of like Poppy Z Bright vampire. Uh, you never I, read Poppy Z Bright. I've you? never read Poppy Z Bright. They're all gay. <laughs> Why have you read Poppy Z Bright? No, she's actually great. You should read some of her books. Oh, is this the girl who like went started from like from like good vampire great, books that just well, not pure just vampire, smut? like psychological horror, oh, and then God. she had like some. Um, Homo, I would say, I guess the best way is just homoerotica. Yeah. But it was like one or two sex scenes, which doesn't bother me. Right. But then she just got going more and it more, just and it just became straight just homoerotic. I'm like, pure smut? Yeah. And I got gotcha. But she said, if you're going to make a love scene, you got to make some, you got to write about something that turns you on. Apparently yeah. she likes that. So, but it, she, she's got a point, though. It, she definitely does. I mean, if I was going to write a love scene, it would have to be a guy and a girl because I can relate to it and make it sound mm-hmm. proper. Yeah, makes sense. You know, if it was like a lesbian thing, I'm like, and then touch she... the winky, and <laughs> <laughs> she loved that weenus. She just like played with it all night. Uh, yeah, we're way off track again. Yeah, we are. Um, but vampires. Uh, okay. I just kind of wanted to go over like the origins of vampires. Uh, these things are more like trivia. They're not very. So come on, throw some trivia. Sure. Do you know where <laughs> ori- uh, you know where Dracula originates from? Right. Yes. But I'm not telling you. <laughs> I do, actually. It's, uh, <laughs> the the um, trivia isn't about Dracula. No, I do. Though, but give me a second. I do know this. Okay. Bram's... No. Take your time. No rush. I'm thinking of the Freddy Krueger. He was from the dream people. No. I didn't um, know where Bram Stoker came from. I forget that. Vladimir... Bram Stoker. Dracula is basically based off of Vladimir uh, Baylor. Yeah, I know. I, I thought you meant like where Bram Stoker got his version of Dracula. Oh, Vlad he found Taylor. the name in a book. That's oh, it. okay. Yeah, he just no, found a yeah. random name in a book and that you know, came with the name uh, Dracula. Vladimir. 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 Well, Vladimir Dracul. Something. Well, that's he had a different name. name. He had a name, different name. Vladimir something. I don't remember. Vladimir Paler? That was his nickname. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't Vlad Dracul his real name? It was something along those lines. He had the symbol of the dragon. No. The, uh, yeah. You're thinking of Dracula. No. Vlad had a... He was considered the prince dragon for that family. That's actually true. That's yeah, true. it is. It is. Trust that me. does not have anything to do with my trivia. Because he had trivia. a necklace. But, uh, Our trivia is diverging he was from my genius, original too. trivia. No, he was a genius. Like, you know about when he escaped the castle, right? fucked up way, yeah. No. What what castle? They stormed. They tried catching him like three times. He kept getting away. <laughs> they stormed his castle, and he took off on horseback. Mm-hmm. And when they went to find him, he had shooed his horse backwards. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, this yes. is. <laughs> so when he ran north, it looked like he was going south. Like it looked like the like when he left the castle. It looked like no, he I came know it. To yeah, the yeah, castle. Yeah. yeah, he shooed his horse backwards to get away. And he's actually considered a like a revered, oh my God. like leader over there still. Yes, because um, like when he ruled, he ruled an iron fist. But he actually went down to the well and he would put a jeweled goblet on the well, and nobody would touch it. Because yeah. if you stole it, you died. Yeah. So you are right. There was the no way. crime because I told you. The dragon thing. I know some. No, stuff. No, I was talking about <laughs> his name, Vlad Dracula. Yeah, but look up the dragon thing too. That's amazing. I'm sure that's right. Uh, that's real. But yeah. Dracula comes from Vladimir. Yeah. Uh, most Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to impale people. You know, he's he actually would, the third. You know, he would eat under the impaled 
bodies. Yes. When he invite people over, so they would knew, know, don't fuck with me, basically. Yeah. And he would, he would force people to eat their family members. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, he would inform, he would force defeated foes to eat a soup made of their blood. And he also had like a, basically a forest of impaled people around his castle. Mm-hmm. There's also rumors that he also drank the blood of the enemies, which is kind of how Dracula came about. Like Elizabeth Bathory. Sure. The toy, it's right behind you. She bathed in blood to stay young. Ah. You should look that one up. I should. It's true. I mean, she really a, did. She's I mean, fucked up. <laughs> there's also like, a, we're we're gonna get off on a tangent if we go anymore. But there's a lot do. of fucking like people who do that kind of crazy ass shit. Yeah, but it was more common back then. I mean, you'd probably get caught nowadays with like killing fifty virgins to fill a bathtub of their blood to bathe in. Yeah, a little probably. bit harder. A little bit harder nowadays. Just a little bit. You can't just walk in your king and say, "I'm taking your kid." Yeah, but that's where Dracula comes from. Do you know where vampires come from? What started off the vampire craze? No. You'll be very surprised. It was due to a disease. You want to know which one it is? No. Tuberculosis. <laughs> Vampires were created I think, I because think I of heard tuberculosis. Something similar to that. Yeah. Wasn't it something with the symptoms? Yes. So, if you don't know what tuberculosis does, it basically you slowly die and decay. So, people were seeing family, uh, people's other family members slowly die and decay, as if their life essence was being drained, and that's where the where vampires were believed to start because nobody knew how the disease spread. It just kind of happened. So I wonder if that brought the garlic myth about. I'm not sure about because, that one. Well, if you think it, about Plague Doctor put smelly shit in the nose. Mm-hmm. So they, they hung the garlic because it's a strong smell to yep. block out the smell of the sick family member. Yeah. It's possible. Um, but yeah, tuberculosis basically caused vampires. Or the, the real? Do they sparkle? <laughs> no, but uh, it says right here. Before physicians were able to explain how infectious disease were spread, hopeless villagers believed that some of those who perished from consumption, which was the name of it back then, preyed upon their living family members. Now I'm going to dispel a myth. Okay. You'll see pictures. It's always around Halloween. One quick thing to add to that yeah. is the reason why people actually started digging up bodies and burning the insides. That's actually a good lead-in for this. Uh, that started because of this. They also believe like if they dig up a body and like the fingernails are longer, they were vampires. But Which that kind of happens when you die. Yes. Not you, all your cells die at the same time. Yeah. You tend <laughs> to grow more hair and your fingernails and your hair But there are some crazy cases where they said they dug up a body like a year later and it looked like it was just put in the ground. Or several years later. Dude... Some circumstances. It depends of, on the ground and the mineral content. Also, depends. if the coffin is airtight, it's not going to decay. I think stuff that decays no. airtight. Just a lot slower. Uh, yeah, I should actually say that. Yeah, it doesn't stop it. It just okay, slows so it. The myth I wanted to dispel is because it always comes up around Halloween. You can see pictures popping up all over the internet of all these like um, crypts. Not really a crypt, but like the, the outside tomb. A crypt. Cement coffin, but outside, without the building. I know what you're talking about. Uh, okay, I'm Yeah, but they have steel cages, or iron cages over the whole thing. Yes. And they're bolted down, and they said it's to stop. They were afraid of vampires. Yeah. But it's not. 
It's, it's a stop grave robbers. It's a stop grave robbers, <laughs> yeah. But I, I told people, when I get buried, you put me in one of those fucking things. It's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's not to stop vampires or zombies. It was to stop grave robbers. Grave robbers, yeah. Because they would literally, they would actually plant people, the, like family members, stay at the gravesite for up to two weeks. Yes. So the There's body would designated, be, yeah. like, watchers. So the body would be decomposed at a point of not being used for doctors anymore. Yeah. And well, then they found out they were burrowing under hills and pulling out the bodies from the end of the coffins. Which you would never know. fucking wild. I still for, hate it. For money. I know. It's always for money. Um, but that was my first trivia. That's where okay. vampires come from. They started because of tuberculosis. 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 Um... Um, which is cool. So who wants to do the first story? You can do the first. I'll do the second. Okay. So my first story is the Cropsy Maniac. And Jesus Christ, this was the fucking hardest thing to review. Or which research, is, I mean. Which is surprising to me. Because, because it's very well known. Yeah, but that's the, the problem. Because now you have the movie... Two movies. Oh, so you had to fight against... I could not find the original story. All I could find was I'm talking about the goddamn movie. And not even giving details <laughs> of the original story to say, this is why they we They were just like, this. this is a movie. It was like, it sure like, is a seriously, movie. Seriously, you go to a website, it's like, the director said they grew up hearing this story. Here's about their movie. Oh, well, what the fuck story did they... <laughs> so basically, I, I found multiple different versions of it, but it's all kind of has similar, like, one similarity, pretty much, you know, certain things were in common. <laughs> one similarity. Well, certain it things all were happened. in common, so I kind of piecemealed it together. I gotcha. Plus, I heard similar story growing up, but it didn't have a name. Cropsy is actually kind of more around Staten Island in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the story, of course, I just said, takes place in New York and Staten Island, which got autocorrected. I love, to, I love pointing out the autocorrects. Yeah, that nobody can see but yeah. you. So, like I said, there's many variations of the story, but the primary story that I could piece together from all the random little bits I could find is that it uh, takes place around the abandoned Willowbrook Asylum, which they also call the Willowbrook School. It was kind of like a mental patient place. Right. But it was like kids to adults with mental disabilities. So it was both an asylum and a school? For mentally... I think, it, well, it wasn't actually called an asylum. It was called Willowbrook School, but some people refer to it as an asylum. If mental people went there, they called it an asylum, basically. You know, yeah, that's true. Tagged as that. So... Hey, this was back... When was this? Um, like... Not that long ago. 80s, like 90s? A, uh, 60s? The first incident was in 72. So this is back when pretty much anything... Just before I was born. ...was yeah. a mental illness. When I was 16 and going to the the hospital for depression it was you were a loony that's how short time ago you got treated like shit because of it i mean to be fair people still treat a lot of mentally they do but it's it's gone a lot better now i don't need to worry about it anymore so it's kind of like fuck but at least i helped Did... pave the way yeah i guess <laughs> i got treated like shit now you guys don't have to i i am the center of the universe i died for your sins yes okay so anyway the story is um a mental patient had escaped and kids, bo- kids' bodies had begun to turn up in the woods surrounding the asylum. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, basically, you know, they would say they would they would use it as like a, uh, a uh, parents would tell their kids to kind of keep them away from the woods. You it's know, the it's typical cautionary tale. Yeah, cautionary tale. And um, I'm trying to remember some of it without like having to go to my notes too often. Trying to. So the one story it. that everybody knows is the the escape the same. Uh, 
insane. I can't talk today. Wow. Holy, holy shit. I've been up since two. Yeah. Don't the escaped fucking... no insane excuses. asylum patient comes up to the Beep car. Boop. Escaped w- asylum patient. Comes up to the car with a boyfriend and girlfriend. And they hear scratching. Oh. This is. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> the stereotype. But the story, you know, the story I heard is they sped away. And when they got there, the hook was hanging from the door. Yeah. Handle. So basically one of the stories was he had a hook hand. And he would drag his victims into the tunnels under the mental asylum. Right. Which is like, uh, that's actually did happen. <laughs> so that's where I'm getting to now. Cause People... so you hear all these stories, it's all built up in the hook hand. Everybody knows that one. It's always from an insane asylum. We all, you know, every single story like this, it's always escaped mental patient. Isn't it always though? Yeah, it's just and it's kind of another stigma towards mental illness. Well, I mean, unless they're schizophrenic, you can relax. There's different kinds <laughs> of mental illness. That's what I just said. Like, unless it's schizophrenia, you're pretty safe. And most schizophrenics aren't. Or bipolar attack. disorder. No, actually, I that's had pretty, bipolar. That's yeah. Okay, you only. What are you that. saying about me? Fucking <laughs> gun. <laughs> only proves my point. I was actually referring to our boss, but <laughs> oh, well, we have different bosses now. That's true. I wasn't talking about my current one. Uh, bipolar disorder is a serious one. Yeah, I had bipolar one, which was the mania one. Right. We're like super high, super low, super high all day long. Nice. My favorite. You cycled really fast. Did you get whiplash from it? (laughs) No, but we did find out that one of my pills I would take to sleep. I'm not. I I could probably if I think about it for a second, I could remember the name, but I probably shouldn't mention it. Yeah, maybe not. So we found out I would take it to stop the thoughts in my head so I could sleep. Because I would lay there and I couldn't stop my brain right. from going. So they gave me these pills. And we found out one night, because I took them, because I had to. And, well, I mean, I wanted to get better. So my, my friends were like, come on. Just, you know. Take it. Stay awake. We'll hang oh. out. We'll go do stuff. We found out that if I fought through the sleep, I was fucking flying all night. Like I was high. So then we all started taking my pills. And we just helped oh each other stay awake. And fucking we fucking going God. You're all addicts. I hope you know that. You're all fucking addicts. So anyway. So okay. <laughs> so that's the legend, basically. I mean, there wasn't much I could find about it. Right. So it's kind of it, shitty. Essentially, there's a person in the same asylum or around that area. A killing. patient escaped. He would drag people into the woods, kidnap children. It was meant to scare people. Right. And, and there's always you know, that. They don't even know where the name Propsy came from, from what I could find. That is a good point. Yeah. Because I mean, there is used... a Cropsyville up there near where I lived, but that's not near Close this. Close it? Not near it. Unless Cropsy... No, I can't think of it. But then, like... Well, you know, there was another story that said it was, like, a doctor named Cropsy. Oh. No, a lawyer named Cropsy who convicted someone. His family wanted to retaliate because they thought the sentence was too harsh. I was telling you this earlier. Yes, you they were telling me They lit wood on fire behind his house to scare him. He wasn't home. The house caught on fire. His family died. And then he became the Cropsy maniac. And he was going around killing them the same way his family was killed. One at a time. What is that device that you use with meat? Like, you know what I'm talking about? My (laughs) hand? God damn it. I'm trying to ask a serious question here. Uh, uh, Grinder? No. Tenderizer? No. Let me finish. You said it it's a hook. 
Is it just a meat hook? It's just a meat hook, yeah. Is it just it's a meat hook? Lobo's hook. Shit, you're right. It is Lobo's hook. It's Lobo's. Never mind. I awesome. thought maybe it was yeah, called a like a cropsy. No. Like no, I think they would have figured that out by now. What do you mean? All the people trying to figure out what cropsy came from probably would have put that together. Oh, I thought it was a thing. You just couldn't find it. No, no. I mean, I just couldn't. nobody knows why they no. call him cropsy. No, they even say that they don't know why where the name cropsy came from. That's weird. So I mean, if somebody knows, let, let us know. Okay, so now the true story behind it. There was a guy named Andre Rand who was actually born Frank Ruchan. He was a janitor at the Willowbrook School. So they got that part right. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I was yawning really wide. Now, and he was talking at me and looking at me and stopping as if he wanted some kind of affirmation. And it just shook my head. Willowbrook actually came under a lot of fire. You can find a documentary, like, I think it was Geraldo Riviera went to it and exposed how bad this place was. Geraldo Riviera. It was like, there was like two nurses per like 100 patients. That is pretty and bad, And they were just yes. sitting on the floor in their own waist. Oh, and, I remember reading some yeah. of this. There's a, uh, there's another sanitarium there's another. that's big about that. This reminds me Willowbrook's the... apparently the same way. It got brought, I think it might have, is I don't this... think this was the original, but I think it got brought in because of that. This right. one needed to be cleaned up. Is this... Waverly is the big, big one. Is the big, big one the one where there were, like, ten people to a cell, and each cell was, like, had no windows and was underground? No, it was no. just pure darkness. No, this was, like, an actual cell, but, like, would kids were just left in cribs all day long. Yeah, like okay, that. that one. Yeah. But they said Willowbrook was one of the ones that got investigated, I guess. Because I know the other one, Waverly, was supposed to be the big, big one. I think that's one of the documentaries about. But I could be wrong. It could actually be Willowbrook. Because it does mention... Geraldo Riviera investigating this one in particular. So this yeah. might have been the one that exposed how bad it was. And like I said, like I even say here, you can dig around and find out about that. There were there was a patient, like a patient abuses. Um, I don't know why I had that in there. Anyway, so, well, the so kids began to disappear, like the Cropsy story. Yeah. And uh, their bodies were found, and Rand was considered the most likely suspect. And there's reasons why it comes up. He was convicted of the kidnapping of a little girl in 1988. So, like I said, not super long ago. Her name was uh, Jennifer Schweiger or Schweiger. How would that be? E I G E R. Where is it? S C H W E I G E R. Schweiger, probably. Well, I don't know what the V noise is. I didn't know if it's Schweiger or Schweiger. For us Americans. Us Americans. Schweiger. It's probably so Schweiger. Okay, yeah. well, so he was. He was also actually charged with first-degree murder, but they couldn't find enough evidence. She was dead. They found her body. Yes, but they but had they no didn't way have enough, to... Yeah, from what I, said, what I found, they couldn't find enough evidence to convict him of that, so they convicted him of kidnapping. And he got sentenced to 25 to they life. They could prove that he kidnapped her, but she, they couldn't I'll get prove... that. I'll get that. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I took her. No, she just miraculously died by herself. Spontaneous human death. <laughs> spontaneous combustion. Can't help it. She wasn't out burned. of my hands. Spontaneous death. Sids. <laughs> Did I ever tell you one of the shirt that said that? Sud- sudden infant death survivor syndrome? Syndrome survivor? <laughs> no. What? Everybody's a fucking member. Of what? Sids. Sudden infant death syndrome. Kids just die in your crib for no reason. How's everybody a member? If you're alive, you're a member. You didn't die as a... Oh, survivor. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> There's going to be a club, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome Survivors. It's All right. Not, it's non-exclusive. Well, 
slightly exclusive. It's it's pretty <laughs> exclusive no, to I, the living. It's open to the living. Yeah, yeah. That's inclusive to the living. Exclusive to the kids who die. Okay. That's true. But everybody can join if you can buy a shirt and wear a shirt. <laughs> it's the only cr- like criteria. You got to be able to wear a shirt. You got to be living. <laughs> no. No babies can live. No babies can enter the can enter the crew. Not till they get to like toddler age. Yeah, we got to make sure they're out of the crib death yeah. era. Yeah. That's the other name for it, by the way, crib death. Um, so they couldn't find enough evidence to convict him. He was sentenced to 25 to life, and he was going to be eligible for parole in 2008. Yikes. Now in 2004, he got convicted of Holly Ann Hughes kidnapping from 23 years earlier. Huh. There is no statute of limitations on first-degree kidnapping. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. So he got sentenced to another 25 years to life, and Rand will now be eligible for parole in 2037 when he's 93 years old. Good. So don't worry about Fucking him. Fucking good. Fuck that guy. So now that's what he get, that's what he got convicted of. But they do think there were more victims. And I have them in order of date here. Okay. In 1972, there was a five-year-old Alice Pereira. I can't pronounce her last name at all. Very professional. Pereira. Pereira. P-E-R-E-I-R-A. That's probably Pereira. Yeah. Pereira. So, um, you know, she was obviously deceased. Because they think he's a serial killer, but they don't have proof. Proof to that he was the one that killed him. In 1981, there was a seven-year-old, Holly Ann Hughes, which was the second one he got convicted of. Because witnesses saw him with her the day she disappeared. Interesting. Last person seen with her. Right. In 1983, there was an 11-year-old, Tyhees Jackson. In 1984, there was Hank Gaforio, who was 22 at the time of his disappearance. Um, I believe, I think they said he had a mental disorder. Ah, so he was able to use that against them. Yeah, probably with the age and stuff, probably easier. Um, and in 1987, his last victim, Janice, Jennifer Zweiger, how you were saying it, right? Zweiger. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> I, know I know you are. It's a weird language. She was born with Down syndrome and went missing on July 9th. Witnesses last saw her with Rand. After a 35-day search, they found her remains in a shallow grave near the Willowbrook Asylum. I just remembered what Spiker meant. What? It means dwarf. Dwarf? Yeah. How does it? Uh, yeah, I know that because of the, the famous um, fairy tale, Snevichin, uh, which is Snow White, and the Seven Dwarfs, which is... Uh, Steven Zweiger. Steven? Steven. Steven. You know, we were going to do a industrial band. Uh huh. And we were going to call it Salmon Zellen, which is German for semen. <laughs> that was going to be our industrial band's name. So I just realized. So people would be walking out of shirts that said Salmon Zellen. I just realized Steven Zweiger means uh, Seven Dwarves. So and I think Zweiger. Mine might not even be right. We Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's spelled different. I think. Zweiger is different because it's Zweiger okay. is dwarf. Zweiger. You good? I just found it. I just remember you're, you're what done it was. You're laughing at the it was, girl who died? I, it's terrible. I Sick know. bastard. 
But I just it just hit me all at once. It's like, wait, doesn't that mean moth? dwarf? Death had moth on that shirt. <laughs> Monster. I'm sorry. Okay, so she was like I said, she was born Down syndrome. She went missing on July 9th. The witnesses last saw her with her hand. That's where I got before you started cracking up. I'm sorry. After a 35 days search, they found her remains in a shallow grave near the Willowbrook Asylum. And while searching the area, they found one of Rand's makeshift camps right near by. Um, so he was seen with her. They found his camp right near where she was buried. Gotcha. It actually said that it's worded really fucking weird, though. In what way? It says she was found underground. Then it says in a shallow grave. What? That would a shallow grave would be underground. Well, yeah, but that's a weird way of saying it. Yeah, it makes it sound like you're. They're almost going to that story of Cropsey dragging his victims into the tunnels under the asylum. Yeah. It does. It's like they're trying to push it into it. So anyway, that's the story of Cropsey. And the guy who was the origin of Cropsey. That is interesting, Rand. Um, I know, I was all over the place because I am seriously so tired. My eyes are like foggy. You know, you get that cloudy feeling in your mm-hmm. eyes. Or when it hurts. I've never been so tired it hurts. Well, your eyes hurt? Oh, yeah, they sting. Yes. Yeah, they're getting like dried out and shit. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm still looking up the dwarf thing. I not still. I just. Why don't you look up to see if Semen was right and see if we got the band name right? Okay, how is it spelled? S E M E N. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Zweigen or Zweige is the German for Semen. For yes, for Semen. We had Semen Zellen. I'm moving on now to my actual story. We're discussing semen. In um, I was talking about dwarves, and you're talking about semen. Um, that's the wrong page. There it is. That's the correct page. I'm going to be discussing... It, it is a very well-known urban legend. That's kind of why I wanted to cover it somewhat, and there's very little information about it. Cinderella. It's not an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie, horror movie. We can make it an urban legend. Urban legends aren't specifically a horror. Usually. Not necessarily. That's that's what I classify it. Everything else is like folklore. I'm going to be covering Bloody Mary. Like, not... Yeah, this caused that confusion earlier. Yes, it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I said, I did Bloody Mary, and you're like, no way! Thinking I did the story. He said he did Bloody Mary. He did Bloody Mary in the mirror. Yeah. Um, And what I mean by there's not many... Wow, mullets! There's not much information on. We are the origins, like dude. It's fucking. I don't know what shape today. It's just because we're doing this on Thursday instead of Friday. And you threw us off because I'm fucked up again. I didn't fuck up. I'm a highly intelligent person. Yes. Uh, There isn't much information on the origins of Bloody Mary. I think mainly because it started off as like a joke to. You know, I think it's because it's just a Halloween episode, so we're goofing around a bit more than usual. We are a bit more goofy, yeah. but at the same time, we we're I've kind been of up tired. For, fuck, I don't even know how long I've been up now. Yeah. Uh, it actually, the Bloody Mary ritual actually derives from an actual ritual they used to do back in the day, which was like a divination type ritual. I've been up for like twenty hours. <laughs> Can you fucking shut up and let me fucking talk? Nope. <laughs> Nine! <laughs> go. Komish? You're good to go. Now. Okay. I don't know what that means. Oh, are you sure? Yes, I don't know what that means. I'm sure. Bist du gefertigt? 
<laughs> Good talk. I'm glad we I had tried to think of something I couldn't think of. Yeah. Uh, Sauerkraut. Good one. Nice. I don't know any German. It's all angry. It's not all it angry. Is. I said this is a video where they like she was telling. Yeah, you did say like well, say I love you, and it's like she's like yelling. Ich liebe dich is one. I love you. Ich liebe dich. Well, I mean, if you're telling gonna lick their dick, you better love them. Okay, moving on. Um, there, there used to be a divination, divination ritual that's loosely based on Bloody... Or Bloody Mary's loosely based on this one. Uh, what you would do is... Uh, it's funny how this is worded, by the way, because I was like reading through it. So I was like, I'm going to put that exactly how it's spelt there, just because it's funny. The divination ritual encourages small women people to walk... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's Stop says... talking about dwarves! <laughs> it says... Small women people to walk up a flight of stairs backwards holding a candle and a hand mirror. That's the original. Bloody Mary? No. This was actually. This was a divination technique? This was a divination technique that they would do, and it was to basically see the face of your true lover. That's also how you're supposed to fight uh, cockatrice. You're talking about the Japanese? No, no. Cockatrice? No, it's the lizard that can put the basilisk. You got to go backwards and use the mirror to see it. Because if you look directly at it, it turns into stone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, that They're I guess frequent to run into them in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> but which kind of basilisk? Are we talking about Harry Potter lizard basilisk? Yes, it's a lizard. Or are we talking about original basilisk that had four legs? Like most lizards did. Yeah, but like Harry Potter was a <laughs> snake. Yeah, I should have no, clarified. That's more like a uh, a worm. <laughs> that's what it kind of looked like. A dragon without the legs. A worm. You know? <laughs> I no, it was you basically met... just a big fucking snake. I realize it? you you meant worm as in W-Y-R-M. W-Y-R-M. Yeah. And not W-O-R-M. No. Worm. <laughs> it's worm or worm. 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 But yeah, you would walk... They would... I still fucking love that the divination ritual encouraged small women people. Why is it small women? <laughs> I don't know. It's great, though. To flog up a flight of stairs backwards holding a candle in the hand mirror in the darkened house as they gazed into the mirror as they would... I think it's just a way to kill midgets. <laughs> they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. There was, however, a chance that they would see a skull. Or, or they would face trip, of the Grim Reaper. And you'll hear... Ding, 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 down the stairs. <laughs> and that that would mean that they were going to die before they would marry. So if they see death, it means they're going to die. Yeah. Which is, yeah, okay. Which is very common. Yeah, I know. In, in if you're seeing death, you're probably dead. Yeah. Um, the ritual as it is today, everybody knows what it is, kind of. Um, I hope everybody's. Nah, yeah. Well, Newer generations might not, because they're all about, like, creepypasta. Yeah. Bloody Mary's We don't like, really talk about Bloody Mary anymore. From the days of yore. <laughs> Bloody Mary. Wow. Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically invoke her name in an act of. Um, it's. Contro. What is this? Catromancy? It's mirror. Div- divination. Okay. It's mirror magic, essentially. Catromancy? I never heard that term. Catro. Catromancy. Yeah. Or. Catopatromancy. Catro Patronum. It's probably Latin. I'm gonna fucking. That's how you summon her. Yep. Expecto Mary. Make, make sure you flick your wrist. There. <laughs> Swish and flick. Yep. 
This is done by repeating her her mm. name into a mirror, placing a dimly lidded How many or times candle lidded. So this is actually it comes up here in a second, and some traditions the name must be repeated thirteen times, or other specific number. How many times? Because I always heard, heard it as 50. three. You heard fifty? We did it fifty. Well, I heard three, but we did it fifty because we heard fifty-two. I heard always three. That's yeah, what that's, I always that's heard. a traditional way I've heard it. Same with the Candyman story and the Candyman story. Yeah, it was a horror movie. I didn't know. Yeah, say his name three times and he comes out of the mirror and kills you. Sounds like I want to go do that. Interesting. Um, yeah, and then Bloody Mary allegedly appears, either as a corpse, a ghost, or some kind of demonic. We did it. I swear to God, some there was weird shit that happened. Uh, I'll finish this and then I'll let you tell your story. I'm, that's all I'm telling. That's all you're gonna tell for that yeah. story? You sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying we did it. It was weird. You did okay, but oh, never mind. I'll move on. Um, it also they say that you have to resist it in some way. Like either she attacks you, and it's funny because it gives you. It, they say like what it can cause. The law, uh, the lore surrounding the ritual states that the participants may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing at them, strangling them, stealing their souls, drinking their blood, or scratching their eyes out, or picking their pockets. Or picking their pockets. I like how it elevates so quickly. It was screaming, cursing, yeah, strangling, but but no, no, stealing their soul, taking their blood. Yeah, but think about it though. And then gouging their eyes out. That's how legends go. So probably the original legends was just the beginning one, and then it got worse as the story. Oh, absolutely. It probably just starts screaming at you. So they put all of them in. What is really interesting? Japan actually has a version of this. I'm not surprised. Probably came from there. Um, I don't know. Because it's slightly different. They have unique stories, so that's I'll true. I'll tell a story about that in a second. I like Japanese like urban legends and all this because they have some wild ones. It's pretty interesting. Um, but Hanako San or Tori no Hanako San, uh, which is Hanako the toilets, um, is a Japanese urban legend about the spirit I've of a young girl Hanukkah. named Hanako San. What? I've heard of Hanako. Hanako is a very popular one. It's like that's it, a typical is... ghost, isn't the white ghost, black hair? Isn't that something like that name for that? Well, that's the ring girl you're thinking of. No, but that's a traditional ghosts of I'm going to be like completely Asian honest. Ghosts. Most Asian people have black hair. I know, but most Asian ghosts have and long hair covering the face. Their Af- hair doesn't cover her face. No, but you know. Like in the I ring, do know what you're talking about. But in yes. the ring, it's like most stories of the spirits that coming is a very, you, that's what they look like. That is the a very common I was talking to someone of about ghosts in Japan. Horror movies, and he asked if I like Japanese horror not really. I like Japanese horror. And he's like, well, why? And I'm like, because over here, the image of a girl in a white dress with long black hair you know, covering her face, kind of wet and gross, isn't scary. Yeah. We don't grow up knowing this story. We That's grow true. up with different tales that Did we're afraid of. Did you ever watch the original Japanese ring? Ringu? Yep. No. I have the American It's good. Version. I like it. It's good. It's, it's so good. Um... Yeah, Hanako of the toilet. Uh, girl named Hanako who haunts school oh, the bathrooms. the toilet meaning bathroom. Not, she comes out of a toilet bowl. Um, toilet would mean bathroom, in that sense. Um, yes and no. Because I've seen it where it's the bathroom as a whole, and I've also seen it where it's specifically the toilet. Yeah, but I know they usually refer to it as bathroom as toilet. Yes. So, yeah. I'm assuming this because specific it comes out one, of a mirror, yeah. it means the bathroom. Um... Like many urban legends, this is kind of shaky as well. Like, they don't really know the details a whole bunch. There's a lot of thoughts on it. Like, 
they were said that she was in the school during a bombing in World War II. She died, and that's why she haunts schools. But this is all over Japan, so why would she haunt every single fucking school in Japan? Because it mirrors a portal to a different. You have no fucking idea. Um, I have. I've been it's told in the really. It's it's an old kind of ritual in Japan. Uh, it's actually funny because she only shows up in girls' bathrooms. And specifically, it's more often that it is on the third floor. Actually, I'll just kind of go into the actual summoning of Hanako real quick. Uh, it is often said the individuals must enter a girl's bathroom, usually on the third floor of a school, knock three times on the third stall, and ask if Hanako-san is present. If Hanako-san is there, she will reply with some variation. Wait, of, wait, wait. If they're knocking on a stall, do they probably mean toilet then toilet? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I sometimes it a it's a mirror. Thing. Okay. And yeah. sometimes it's yeah, actually it's a mirror. I would say it's probably the bathroom, but if it's not going to stall, then it's the toilet. <laughs> it's sometimes a mirror, sometimes the actual uh, toilet. Um, after knocking three times and asking if Hanako-san is there, she will reply with "Yes, I am" or some variant of it. You'll hear a bowel movement um, and the toilet flush. Depending on the story, the individual may mm-hmm. witness the apparition of a bloody or ghostly hand. Um. Or hands of Hanako herself may pull the individual into the toilet, which may lead to hell. Or the individual may be eaten by three-headed lizard. Only if you have Taco Bell does that toilet lead to hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Hanako and Bloody Mary, which are basically the same thing, but slightly different. And it's kind of interesting that both countries kind of have a thing. I wonder if, if Bloody Mary is an English thing as well. Probably everywhere. You think so? Because they all copy America because it's cool. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. I'm pretty sure. No, and I mean, seriously, though, look around the world and they tend to copy our culture. Which yeah, they yeah don't, you, you're they right. They shouldn't. Samurais? No. Those are based off of cowboys. That was before America was even fucking formed. <laughs> I'm talking about how, like, jeans didn't exist anywhere besides America first. Then they always, like, throw English words in the music. Tea. They all, Everybody like, loves tea, and everybody knows tea is very American. You know what I'm talking about. I know you're, what you're talking about. I'm trying about. to get a point across to the listener, <laughs> and you're trying to be a dick. I guess. <laughs> Seems about right. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying. They, I do. Like, if you listen to Japanese music, they always throw in English words. That's just a simple example. We do that, Because I think though. it sounds cool. We do that. But they always want, like, the jeans. They, uh, when you talk to people from other countries, they, talk, they, they love America. Because I talk to a lot of people now. I don't know. Europe fucking hates America right now. Well, now. I mean, in general, I'm talking. It's been like a big thing. You know, that's where the whole term, you know, being westernized came from. Other cultures becoming westernized because of us. Korea became extremely westernized. That's what I'm saying, us. though. It's something... South Korea, I should specify. Don't, don't copy America. Don't copy. Don't Be copy yourself. our politics. Don't copy any of us. We're horrible, yeah. horrible people. Don't copy our dietary <laughs> habits and our politics. So you want to know the trivia? Well, hold on one sec. I have something to say to your story. Okay. We're talking about Japanese stuff. I used to look into like a lot of weird things with it, but uh, vampires in Japan. Mm-hmm. There's a type of vampire. If you want to get away from it, you just run across the water, <laughs> like you cross a stream. Actually, did you know that's actually very it's common a in, thing. in Europe as well? Water. In yes. The, it's usually because I think it's supposed to be. It has to be moving water. Yeah, a stream or a brook it has to be yep. moving. Um, um, it is both. It's your. It's a European thing. And as this well. one, I told you this one before. I found this one kind of interesting because I did the ghost hunting a lot. Up in New York. It's and actually how you bless swords, too. You have to have it under moving water, and a, a Buddhist can bless it that way. Um, 
If you're in the heat of battle, say your sword breaks, mm -hmm. can you pick up another sword and can a Buddhist just piss on it? It's running water. And say I mean, a blessing. If, if you want it blessed, if you okay, if you're a samurai, no, <laughs> you don't. It's you, probably very bad then. Uh, no, you can pick up a sword. No, I'm talking about pushing on the sword to bless it. Oh. Yeah, you won't need a blessing from a sword. Like, also, there's different types of like samurai who believe in different types of religions. I mean, there's of course Bushido. Which Nate's I... gonna tell us now how he grew up in Japan. Uh, I'm gonna stop talking about samurai because it's not very Halloween. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm you about it. <laughs> we just... both like that stuff. I'm just teaching you about it because it's not really. It's off topic now. Yeah, yeah. That's why I stopped. I was like, mm, this we... actually has nothing to do with it at all. You want another trivia? Well, I didn't finish what I was saying. So I did the paranormal investigations. Do you want another trivia? We will in a second. So I did the paranormal <laughs> investigations, right? Yeah. And then when I was, I took a picture at work. You've seen the houses up there. People start building a house. Yep. Then they don't finish it. Well, they run out of money. Yeah. And the roof's there. The windows are there. Shingles are up. The windows the aren't there are up. anymore. Actually, they, in one of those houses, they put the windows back up and still nobody's moved into it. Are you years. joking? No. The one right down from the shop. Oh, down the, the yeah, I know which ones you're talking about. There's that really nice one with the pillars. There's, yep. Yeah, they put new windows in it. Odd. Two years ago. Nobody lives in it. They stopped building it again. So anyway, I, I sent the picture to Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I've mentioned before, she's Chinese. She, I'm like, you know, you could probably get a house like this cheap now. Because since they couldn't finish it, you could probably get it to finish it. You can't live there. Why? No, you can't live there. It's haunted. Like, nobody's ever lived there. It can't be haunted. <laughs> no, it's haunted. Like, it's not haunted. Nobody's, there's no tragedy that trapped the spirit there. Then I found out in China, spirits move into abandoned buildings. Interesting. Yeah, I never knew that. I thought it was kind of interesting. That is an it's interesting like, thought. So, it's kind of weird when you bring two cultures together that have totally different views of ghosts. I, no, we can go here. Nobody's ever been hurt here. It's all good. No, it's abandoned. Okay, let's go the other way. <laughs> but we can go over here where people were slaughtered. If it's you, not abandoned. Yeah, right. If you make it into a house and people live in it, is it no longer abandoned therefore the ghosts will go away? I know, your cat... That cat's been like shitting all night. <laughs> it's like the Just third... to go make noise. This is the third time he's been in that litter box in the last hour. Pretty much since we started the podcast because the other parts are going to be trimmed from the beginning. Yeah. Do you want trivia? Yeah. yeah <laughs> trivia now. I just have to get this, the ghost thingy in. I know, I know. Which one do you want? Do you want... Um... You know, I'll do a short one real quick. Do you happen to have a good one this time? <laughs> no, I'm gonna do a short one. Okay. Uh, you know the people talk about being buried alive and how people allegedly were buried alive and it was kind of like an urban legend for a while. Yeah, that shit happened actually quite people, frequently. Yeah, that's why they had the bell. I was literally about to say that. I got one for you. <laughs> if we ever go to New York, yeah, there's a cemetery not far from where I live. Mm -hmm. The guy invented a looking glass. That you could look down into the coffin. Oh. It's still on his grave to this day. That's dope. So you can go up to the glass. You can't see him because it's all it's scummed dark. up on the inside. Yeah, yeah. But it is still From there. him clawing his way. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get out. Throwing dirt, rocks and stuff. <laughs> trying to... Yeah, that's where they put the bells. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people... Uh, it was very common that people have been buried alive. Did you know and that? And they had little... For you people don't know, they had bells attached to the inside of the coffin and little uh, breathing tubes. It, a lot of times it would tie to your toe, too. Mm-hmm. And so you could ring it if you're still alive and you're buried alive. It was actually very common practice for now, people to have, like, again, watchers for that exact reason as well. Do you know about before they buried him? 
Mm -mm. They used to go up to him and stick a hat pin into him. It's a big, long fucking pin. Why? Because if you weren't dead, they would think you would jump awake from being stabbed. Oh. They would test before they put you. Like, at your wake, family members would poke you with a hat pin to make sure you were dead. Yeah. But you would, like, now that There's we're... There's weird ones. Now that we're more modernized, we don't have to worry. But there is other ones that are weird. Like, some guy made an invention. I can't remember exactly what it did, but, it, like, it did something, like, spun and, like, slapped your nose or something. It was a test if people were really dead or not. Or, like, yanked on your toe. Or They had weird inventions they came up with. One was, like, you know that you know the um, the old torch thing with, like, the metal claw that would grab the breast? The breast ripper was actually called. Yeah. They had something like that that would... Stab your nipple, test if you were actually dead I know they do enough. stuff with your feet. I remember they would tickle your feet. Yeah, that was the more modern, you know, more civilized way at least of doing this. <laughs> but they had weird ones they would do. It was like painful shit. Um, but now in modern history, you would think we wouldn't have that anymore. No, we still do. It's actually it quite... just happened not too long ago. Yeah, it actually happens quite frequently. Did you, oh, did you hear about the guy who? was sleeping in the morgue yep and they put him in the cremation no they didn't and they ever... turned it on i didn't hear about that one yeah this just happened like last year oh shit he's cremated alive there was a incident in belgium where a man was thought to be dead because he was in a really crazy car accident and he they believed him to be dead uh he was in the morgue for two days before people realized he was alive there was one just like last week that happened yeah, yeah. um i think it was in Korea, Philippines, I, don't, I can't remember where, but the family got arrested. What? They thought the guy was dead. <laughs> they stuck him in a freezer to get rid of him. They were collecting his checks. Oh, no. Then when I think that they came to take his body, he wasn't dead. But then he died from complications of being in a freezer overnight. Yeah, they'll do it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it happens actually quite frequently that people get mistaken to be dead and they'll be buried. Yep. You ever watch that movie with, uh... Whoa, I can't remember his name. The guy who played Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Buried yes. or something? I think it is called Buried. That's a fucked up movie. Yeah. It's fucking great, but I did not expect that ending. I haven't watched it, but I know what one you're talking about. You ever gonna watch it? Probably not. He doesn't get out. <laughs> uh, not surprised. They tell him he's coming to save him. They know, we know where you are. We're coming, we're coming. And then do they hear him digging? He's like, I hear you. And he's got the phone. Mm -hmm. He's like, but he doesn't hear him above him. He's like, no, well, you'll hear us in a minute. And then you hear him break the lid of a coffin. And they're like, oh. It was a guy uh... they told him they had saved to give him hope. <laughs> the guy that they captured brought them to the one that he knew was dead. Wild. And then you see the coffin. The rest of the dirt goes, and that's the end of the movie. Good movie. Watch it. I ruined the ending. <laughs> to not me, but everyone listening. Uh, it's your turn now, right? It's no, no. I did trivia. Yes, it's your turn. I did. Yeah, trivia. you did Bloody Mary. I'm done with the actual stories. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I did a trivia, so it's your turn. No, you did Bloody Mary. Yeah, I did sense. Bloody Mary. The trivia doesn't count as part of the stories. Trivia. Yeah, but the trivia doesn't count as the stories. I okay. I was saying who. I was trying to remember who did the it's last story. Your turn. <laughs> We are so, like, exhausted. At least I am. 
Yeah, that's why I was asking though, who did the last story? And you're like, I did trivia. I'm like, yeah, I know. But who did the last story? <laughs> I did tri- I know you did trivia. Who did the last story? But I did trivia. That Chris. I had to figure it out in my own head that you did Bloody Mary. Hey, Chris. You were of no use. You what? want a trivia? Shut up. Okay, so I'm doing the Bunny Man. <laughs> this one's actually short. That's fine. It's like even shorter than. We've been talking a lot. Crops was and not short. talking about the story. But we're talking about Halloween y stuff. Yeah. Spooky things. Spooky we should do scary. like. Oh my god, there's a band I love. And one of their lyrics is like, things are getting hairy. Is it spooky scary? I'm like, come on, you can't do better lyrics than that. Mm-hmm. I love you guys, but that's. What do you. The suck. What do you mean? The best lyrics are by 303. I love 303. You never heard the tell your boyfriend if he got beef. That I'm a fucking vegetarian and I ain't scared of him. I got a better one. That's you can't. Oh yeah. You can't beat yeah. that. Go YouTube, baby. Let me smell your dick. <laughs> That's a real song. I know it is, and I hate it. Some rich, deep <laughs> lyrics there. <laughs> That's very Halloweeny. What was it? It was something like, "Baby, coming home at three in the morning. Baby, let me smell your dick." Something like that. It's awful. It's so know. bad. Don't, don't, don't look it up. To Tell your boyfriend if you got beef that I'm a vegetarian. I ain't fucking scared of him. Is is peak lyrical genius? Okay, so the bunny, bunny man. man. This one's like I said, it's even shorter. Legend of the Bunny Man takes place in Northern Virginia, deep in the woods near the town of Clifton. Uh, there was what? an insane asylum deep in the woods near the town of Clifton. That Did is. you? Um, I can't do it. Uh, we do this at the end, Nate. No, 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 no. Did you? Did you uh, talk about the duplex already? <laughs> Fucking duplex. <laughs> okay, so deep in the woods near the town of Clifton was an insane asylum because there's always an insane asylum. Always. And Mine it didn't was have an insane shut asylum. down. So all the residents, they were this re- weird. I'm gonna say what they said too. All the residents were put on a bus to be taken elsewhere. En route, the bus crashed, and all the residents were caught except one. But first they said all the residents were put on the bus. Then it said when the bus crashed, all the criminals escaped. Oh. Just because they're mental patients doesn't make them fucking criminals. (laughs) So anyway, all the residents, I changed it to residents for the story. So all the residents were caught except one, Douglas Griffin. Now while searching for him, they found a trail of half-eaten and, um, and bark and gutted rabbits. Damn. Bark. I was hoping for bark. The scary vegetarian. <laughs> Vegetarians are scary. Watch out. Here comes PETA man. PETA. So anyway, <laughs> he's got bark this is... and granola. <laughs> Oh, boy. Cruelty-free harvested granola. (laughs) It's granola, though. (laughs) I should hope it's cruelty-free. I heard that tree shriek. You've never seen that movie. So, anyway. uh, So, Douglas Griffin escaped. They were following a trail of half-eaten and gutted rabbits. Many of which were tied up and hanging from what was then called the Fairfax Station Bridge. They found just the gutted rabbits hanging. They were around the bridge. Shortly thereafter, on a Halloween night, several teens were hanging out under the bridge. At the stroke of midnight, they were attacked. The next morning, their bodies were found hanging from the bridge, gutted like bunnies. It's very fortuitous. The stroke on midnight. Today, on Halloween. Yeah, I know. It's can't possibly be a lie. 
<laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> kind of yeah. like the swirls with the oddly specific dates, except for when they're not specific at all. Today it is said that if you are under Bunny Man Bridge, is what they refer to it now, the locals, on Halloween, at the stroke of midnight, you two will be gutted and strung up by the Bunny Man. Hey, you want to go there? I kind of do, actually. But now that's that's a pretty damn good urban legend, right? Even though it's good. short. Yep. So, ready for the origin? Yeah. <laughs> I love the fucking origin of this story. So, the origins of this story... <laughs> I love, I love oh this story. Oh, my God. Stop. Around midnight, one night, a couple were sitting in their car near one of their uncle's house. I'm sure they were being nice what? Christian couple. A couple yeah. near one of their uncles? Yeah, they weren't near. They were parked away from the No, house. I'm saying so, yeah. both their uncles? Near one of their uncles' houses. I didn't know which one it was. I know, but the way, the way they said it sounds like they're near one of both their related uncle. to like the same uncle. No, near one of their uncles' houses. One of the couple's uncles. Yeah. So, um... You threw me way to fuck off. I'm sorry. It just sounded like incestuous. So I'm sure they were being well-behaved teenagers. But they say a man in a white bunny suit appeared out of the woods, I'm assuming, because it said he appeared. How How is it white? No, this is the real story. No, I know. But my question is, how is it white? Because white's going to stand out at night. No. But, like, he's in the fucking forest. No, he stepped out. That's when they saw him. He appeared. They said he appeared. I'm saying he probably stepped out of the woods. No, but he escaped from the asylum. Okay, go on with the story, and then I'll have questions after that. This isn't about the asylum anymore. This is the real... This... I'm sorry. I'm confusing myself. That's correct. The bunny man... This is the actual is, yes, one. This is the true origin okay. of the bunny man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm tired. So, so he had a man in a white bunny suit with big bunny ears, actually. Mm-hmm. It says they actually had big bunny ears appeared. He started yelling at them that they were on private property and that he had their plate numbers. And then he threw a hatchet. Oh my god. At the car <laughs> shattering the windshield. They took off, no one was hurt. Oh, surprising. Done. That's the first sighting. Okay? <laughs> Two weeks later he struck again. <laughs> a secure this is an even better one than the first one. A security guard saw him in his suit. The bunny suit with the bunny ears uh-huh. on the porch of a new but as of yet unoccupied house. Okay? <laughs> right. He tried confronting the bunny man and talking to him. The bunny man yelled, All you people trespass around here. This is a quote, too. All you people trespass around here. If you don't get out of here, I'm going to bust you on your head. <laughs> While he was yelling this, he started swinging an axe and chopping a pole. On the porch. Ah, uh, damn, man. And that's the only two sightings of the real bunny man. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the bunny man is like the equivalent of, get out of my yard! Yeah. <laughs> get off my yard! <laughs> and then he just chucks a hatchet at you, though. This guy is the human embodiment of all your bases are belong to us now. He's the human <laughs> embodiment of the angry, grumpy neighbor next door. Get off my yard. Get your kids off my yard. But he's got a bunny suit. He's fucking crazy. He throws hatchets. Yeah. Where did he get another one? What? Another hatchet? Yeah. The second one was an axe. <laughs> he, had, he had a whole axe. He's just chopping the fucking pole for the porch. <laughs> the pole, like the pillar that, you know, the whole I know shit. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said that. Even I wrote that's pretty much it for the real bunny man. You want another trivia? Yeah, sure. Um, I will take the rapists for... 
500, Trebek. <laughs> Do you mean therapist? I made him watch the uh, Sean Cottery Saturday Night Live skits. Okay. Witches. 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 Why Frankenstein. Uh, or zombies. I kind of feel I know Frankenstein. So let's do Frankenstein. So I want to make sure if I know it or not. Okay. Um, the author of Frankenstein. Mary Shelley. Yep, Mary Shelley is world. Oh, I know where she read it from. I remember it now. Go for it. I got it. You remember what? I remember where the story came from. Or where she got the idea for Frankenstein. Yes. Okay. Um, she's, well, okay. She's world renowned for her terrifying fiction, but few know that she has a dark secret. I don't think it's a terrifying, I think it's kind of. It's weird. I'm going to give you I'm going to say it's kind of like a romantic tale. Yeah. He just wants to be accepted. Oh, you're talking about the story itself. Yeah. No, I'm talking about her little secret. I I know her secret. I know where the story came from. Uh, Shelley's husband, Percy, drowned at the young age of 29 when his boat was caught in a storm in July 18, 2020. A perfect storm. Um, Percy's body and her, his fellow sailors were found 10 days later. Uh, Percy, Shelley, and the others were cremated. But Shelley's heart did not burn. Perhaps due to a bout of tuberculosis earlier in his life. Why would that make the heart not burn? I don't know, but that's what it <laughs> says. Um, but his heart didn't burn after the cremation. You know what? You don't Did she keep it in the jar? No. She put it in a silk bag and kept it with her everywhere she went. Allegedly. You know she yours? did keep the heart, but allegedly she kept it in a silk bag with her. Did you know that Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton, when they got married... They kept vials of each other's blood around their neck. I did know that, yes. Do you know the origins of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? No. They were doing experiments. A guy found out that he did something that made an electrical charge to mm-hmm. like a dead animal. And it, ooh. Uh, so he thought it was called animal, electric, animal current, or electrical animal current, something like that. Mm. But then eventually they figured out it was electricity. And a guy was trying, the guy was took dead people, like mm-hmm. uh and shot the shit out of him? No, no. He took... Cadavers? He he invented the electric chair, too. But he uh, he took a, a, a convict's body, and yes. he brought it on tour, and he would send electrical currents and make it, like, wave, oh. and it was freaking people the fuck out. Oh, my God. But I then, love uh, it. Yeah. And he'd make it, like, lift up, move his head, and then they made him stop, because it was fucking freaking the shit uh, out of him. It's also probably not, like, even though this is probably, then I like, believe the 1800s, it it's was not his... that human. Cousin or his son uh-huh. continued his research, uh-huh. and he was actually trying to use electricity to bring things back from the dead. Gotcha. Oh, what happened was he was working with a frog, and we noticed he touched the legs and muscles with a little jerk. Yeah, that's how it started it, and that's where she got the idea because she kind of like knew them or was around when that was going on. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Which Frankenstein? Did you ever me. watch the World War Two video of zombie dogs? They brought a dog. Kind of think, life. yeah. The head of a dog back to life, did, somewhat. Yeah, it's I fucking s- wild. Did you ever hear about the the monkey one? Uh uh-uh. uh This guy trans took a head off one monkey, 
Put it on another one? He will not, to this day, show the video. Well, he's dead now, but nobody will show that fucking video. They said it was too did disgusting. You, it took you, like 24 hours of surgery. I'm sure. Did you know that they almost did it with a real person? No. There was a there was a surgery set to be done, and it got canceled last minute. And it was in, like, I want to say Crimea or, or Russia. And it was, like, it's supposed to happen, like, 2018, 2019. Digressing from that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and finish up with my last story and then we could probably go and circle around and finish up the trivia okay because we did frankenstein so let's so do this story witches and you have zombies witches zombies i think that's it yeah okay. i think yes yep witches and zombies so there's two more trivia uh after this um but i'm gonna be covering uh it was it's more a newer urban legend but that's not quite an urban legend. It was a story of a man who was living in his house for a long period of time. Oh, this is what you mentioned earlier. Yes. Okay. Uh, a man living in his house for a long period of time. He started noticing uh, objects being moved around and food disappearing. It, it, it continued to go on like this for quite some time. Um, he was an addict. <laughs> what? He was an addict. He was an addict. Uh, that is not a... I actually have an interesting thing to add when you're done. Okay. You're going to write it down? Yeah. Okay. Um, but he kept noticing that food kept going and disappearing, so he set up a camera system and tried to find who was doing it, if it was something or someone. Uh, he went to sleep that night, woke up, and looked at his cameras, because food was missing again, and he found a shadowy figure leaving and entering his attic all night which that's kind of where the urban legend kind of would be stops i'd be fucking freaked out i'd be fucking wild <laughs> dude somebody was staying up in my attic you know what i would do what's up because a lot of those attics you know you pull the stair thingy down you're so gonna block two by in. four under it <laughs> walk away fucking just super quietly you know just yeah. Or a ladder, open up a ladder so it can't open all the way yeah. just leave it um but that's that's kind of the "Quote unquote urban legend" that someone was basically staying. That'll be a smell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> disgusting. Yep, he's done. But this actually has happened. Um, to it's happened somewhat before in history, like yeah, a couple have, times. I know of a couple times. Yeah, but it's usually not that long. It's usually like a few weeks. How long is this guy? Oh, the one you're gonna tell us. The urban cool. legend was said to be said to be like six months or so. Okay, but your story. Um, but the story isn't like a. It's a year, yeah. dog. A whole fucking year. So, in Japan, there was a man um, convinced that he was a victim of frequent burglaries. The fifty-seven-year-old uh, resident installed security cameras that transmitted images from the inside of his house directly to his mobile phone. The culprit was not, as it turns out, a highly skilled and hungry burglar, but a middle-aged homeless woman who had been living on the top shelf of his closet for several months. Actually, it says several months. It actually was a year. That they you see, out. if this was in like China or India, it'd make more sense because they don't acknowledge women. She could be walking around right in front of them. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, the police... Of you laugh at my fucking stupid jokes. The police arrested the 50-year-old woman... Uh, it says her name. I'm not going to say her name. Oh, yeah. Um, was it recently? It was back in, like, 2018, I believe. Yeah, so she's alive. 
Oh, like, she's definitely alive. <laughs> this recently happened. And if it was, he was like, you know, you don't want to kind of shame her. It's funny. It, 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 tells, it tells her name. It doesn't tell the resident's name. So they shame her. But... Nope. Huh. Nope. Nobody's they don't say who the guy is. Up. They say who the girl is, though. Um, uh, they, they arrest her on suspicion of trespassing after she was captured on film, taking advantage of the owner's absence to move from her tiny dwelling of the f- uh, to the fridge in search of food. Police have arrived expecting to apprehend a burglar, but found the door securely locked and the windows closed. Uh, this is a quote from the police. Imagine if she had to go to the bathroom and he like wasn't leaving. You had to be really good at holding it, yeah. or she probably planned on not... Slowly pee on a blanket. She probably had some, like, uh, bottles up there or something with her. Uh, and from a quote from the police officers, We searched the house, checking everywhere someone could possibly hide. A local police spokesman told the Associate, Associated Press, adding that the woman may have used the residence and other houses in the area as a makeshift sleeping quarters for the past year. When we slid open the closet... There she was, nervously curled up on her side. How did he never open the closet and see her? Uh, it, it states earlier that he was she was on the top shelf of the closet. But the police opened it and saw her sitting up there? No, the police saw her curling up in the corner. I think she realized that they were going to uh, find her, so she got down and actually was more... I would have just stayed up there. Have uh, seen her yet? Yeah, that probably would have caused more issues for her long term. Oh, either way, they found her. Yeah, that's if they true. didn't, then she could have snuck out that night and not been caught. Yeah, the police say that they have yet to determine how the woman entered his property, where the owner lived alone. So it doesn't make sense how he she was elderly age. too, right? Fifty-seven. You know, not that old. Honestly, I would probably like just give her a room. <laughs> She's not doing anything <laughs> awful. She's not hurting you. Yeah, but the she probably... just needs a place to live. She's homeless. That's true. You know, help her out. Get her back on her feet. Karma. It's actually really surprising that the owner, if he would not have been able to sniff her out, how long she would have stayed. Uh, the woman took regular showers, so she never would smell uh, while he was out, according to the spokesman. And she, he says, quote, she was unusually neat and clean. See? Yeah. But that's that's basically the story. Take is... her and give her room. She keeps her house clean for you to help you out. No, like... She was neat and clean. No, I'm saying she. You know, if you gave her a room, she'd probably. Be... So you want to stay in maid? Is that no. basically what you're saying? Get a stay in maid? No. So she no. But if you're giving her a place to live, she'd probably feel like helping you out. So you right. Know, while you're working, she could take care of stuff. You know, or cook or something. Just you're something you're talking out. about a housewife. Not really. You're giving her a place to stay. Most people want to pay you back. Sure. I would, assume that, I would think that she'd be, you know, grateful and want to pay you back. And then once she gets on her feet, you know. <laughs> she doesn't have feet. She's a very small, <laughs> short woman person. That happened in Florida. Somebody's staying in a house? No. This, this um, actually recently just happened, 2019, where they found a guy hiding in an attic. Uh, he was 18, hiding in their attic. But the thing that was really terrible... That's I wanted to kill her, wasn't he? You were stalking her? No. He was dating the 14-year-old in the house. There was another one where the girl's ex-husband or ex-boyfriend was in the attic and he ended up killing her. Yeah. That was a terrible story. Um, but the thing that happened in Florida, there was a... They joke around about it on the radio all the time. The girl's name was like Crystal. Cops were looking for her and she had like no legs or something, so... 
or no arms. So he put her in like a Tupperware tote in the garage and put it back on the shelf. Oh. <laughs> and the cops found her in it. Fuck. She wanted him to to hide her, and the cops found her. Right, right, right. Wild. <laughs> you want the trivia? Oh, that thing I wrote down. You want trivia? Yeah, do your trivia, then I'll do this, then you do your other trivia. Okay. That Which way. one do you want? You want zombie or witch? You really like the trivia parts, don't you? I I'm do like trivia. I want to do more trivia. Well, it's not really trivia because nobody's, like, guessing. You... I'm going to do actual trivia. Witches. Witches? Yes. Okay. Do you want to know how... Okay. So, what is the... When you think of a witch, what's one of the things you think of? Cliche witch? Cliche witch. Warts, brooms. Brooms. Pointy hat. Okay. I have here the origins. I knew, I knew you were going to ask for it. I know. I cheated, guys. I'm it's sorry. fine. I apologize to the listeners. It's fine. Brooms are very iconic when it comes to witches. Um, do you know why? She turned me into a newt. Thanks. I got better. <laughs> Monty Python, everyone! Sweet reference, dog. <laughs> Bring out your dad! I love Monty Python. Uh, the earliest known image of witches on brooms dates back to the 1400s. 1451, when two illustrators appeared in the French poet Martin Le France manuscript Le... I'm not going to be able to read this correctly because it's in French, so I do apologize. Le Champion de des Dames, which translates to the Bloody Mary historically. Spell that. I read the wrong thing. Yeah, you went to Bloody Mary. I did went to the Bloody Mary. Spell the French thing anyway in case people want to look it up and uh, they can't figure out what you said. Le Champion, which is L-E space C-H-A-M P-I-O-N. So, La Champion. La Champion des Demes, which is D-E-S. Day. Is it day, not yeah, des? Day. Day, and then Demes, which is D-A-M-E-S. Which is the yeah, I don't want to say that Defenders I of Dames. Ladies. Is this a uh, museum with the same name? I think so. Uh, it stands for the Defenders of Ladies, <laughs> which, if you think about it, they're the first white knights. Who? <laughs> the post. Oh. It's a it's a, a French manuscript called The Defender of Ladies, which is the first depiction of witches on broomsticks. Um, the association between brooms and witches may have been rooted in a pagan fertility ritual in which rural farmers, which I like they say rural farmers as opposed to, you know, city folk farmer. Rural. I said rural. You said rural. Rural. There you go. You enunciate in my house, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Alright, fuck you. Rural farmers would leap and dance astride poles, pitchforks, or brooms in the light of a full moon to encourage the growth of their crops. This broomstick dance, quote-unquote, became confused with common accounts of witches flying through the night on their way to ogres and other illicit meetings. I said... It says orgies and other illicit me meetings. I didn't realize witches had orgies. That sounds like a lot of fun. I know. I'm not going to say that. I, mean, I can't say that one. I do know that brooms are also like used a lot in different cultures. Like, yeah, there's there's some connection in Shintoism. It's not a broom per se. It's more of like a pole with many like strands of paper or uh, 
kind of like, how do I put it? Uh, did you hear that? It was a sprayer. Oh, was it the sprayer? I moved it so we wouldn't hear it. Gotcha. <laughs> I still fucking heard it. I was like, it sounded like the sprayer, but it didn't get, sound so close. Um, Shintoism has a, a type of thing. It's not a broom quite say, per se, but yeah. I know there are a bunch of other religions um, that are based on it. I know in China, for uh, Chinese New Year, you sweep your floors. Mm. Get all the old bad luck. Isn't dust. there also in voodoo brooms? Yeah, for some You use it to, like, know what smack about. people with? I could be missing. No, that's an Italian houses. <laughs> that's a wooden spoon. <laughs> no, but I, I learned that they, they sweep everything up to get the old, like, the dust and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all bad luck. So at the beginning of the new year, it's fresh. I also learned from the from India, they same thing, they clean everything, but they also paint all the new the rooms new colors. Oh, interesting. That is quaint. Ah, all right, what's your thing? Before I do oh, my last video. Yeah, trivia. so this is actually really interesting. Okay. Um, I'm going to fuck this up. Okay. What do we exhale? Monoxide or dioxide? Uh, monoxide. So what's the one that kills you? Both kill you. No, but the one that you get leaks if you have gas mains in your house. Carbon monoxide. Is it monoxide? I'm pretty sure. Or is it dioxide? God. I can't gonna... fucking remember. I always mix it up. We're great at chemistry and biology and... Let me look. I'm pretty sure it's... Yeah, it's a carbon monoxide sensor. But that, I, it could be a carbon dioxide sensor. I don't fucking know. Hold on, hold on. What do humans... Just... Exhale. Well, no, it doesn't matter. We gotta know what the other thing is. Dioxide. So, uh... CO2 sensor. Carbon oxide. CO2? CO2 is carbon monoxide or dioxide? It's probably carbon oxide. Look it up. CO2. Oh, God. C. That's not a C. CO2. Carbon dioxide. Okay, that's what we needed. Dioxide. So I'm glad we can come to this, this conclusion. This is interesting. <laughs> yes, we do exhale carbon dioxide and we inhale oxygen. Yes, I know that part. I don't okay. need to breathe, though. So That's why I sniff all the time for my allergies because I don't <laughs> need to breathe. So anyway, this was on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of the things like Reddit saves people? Yes. Okay, so that's what happened. This guy was walking around his house. I already kind of ruined the, the plot yes. line here. Yes, you did. Basically, Just slightly. Happened, this guy was going around his house, and he started finding post-it notes in his house. It would say, like, do this, like, you know, do something, get mm. milk, clean this, do this. And he started freaking out. He said, someone's breaking into my house and leaving weird notes of things that I've done. So he was getting kind of like freaked out and he went to Reddit. He started posting the post-it note pictures. And it kept going on. There was more and more notes and more and more notes. And someone's like, um, go to your doctor and get tested to see if you have carbon dioxide poisoning because one of the symptoms is you forget everything. Yep. And that's what happened. They wow. saved his life. There was a leak in his house that was so subtle but building, it was getting worse and worse. He was progressively getting worse. He was getting paranoid. He was finding notes. He thought somebody was breaking in. <laughs> Reddit saved his life. That's awesome. Did you ever hear, um, this isn't quite related to that. It's more related to chemicals. Um, there was a terrible, terrible, but really informative video on chemical leaks. There was an incident back in like, probably like late 80s, early 90s. 
of a chemical truck crashing and spilling everywhere. Uh, a police officer arrives on scene, uh, sees a guy out in the middle of the chemical, and quickly goes to go help the guy. And then he loses his oxygen, right? Yes. The chemical is heavier than so oxygen. Deoxid. What's it called? So he died as soon as he stepped foot into it. He was basically dead. And yeah, it's a certain chemicals they suck all the oxygen away from them. Yes. So you There's... run in there, you can't breathe. You're dead. Yep. And yeah, the video is very informative, but also very sad because it's like this cop who was trying to save the guy's life, trying to save some dude's life, which that dude was already dead by that point. As soon as he stepped two foot, two feet into it, and he's dead. There's nothing he could have done. Because it doesn't just make it so you can't breathe. It literally drops It's you. heavy. Yeah. It's, it you it can't fills get, you and you're done. Yep. You can't get it out. Did you ever see the video of... And what's crazy, though, it's super easy to, to put pass... It, it's easy to take care of. It's like, like one of those things like you throw baking soda on it. Yes. Kills what it. they what you Neutralizes do... it. You, what they did is the fire department came up with a water hose and just sprayed it around the whole Dispersed area. Dispersed it so it was dead. No, it just made it heavy so it dropped all the way so you wouldn't oh. be able to breathe it anymore. So, um, I mean, that's you... all it took. But, like... If the cop would have just simply stopped he, for a few seconds and looked at the back of the truck, truck yeah. which had what we was the in the chemical, yeah, you didn't. I did. You went to hazmat class. Not not yours, but I had my own hazmat. I actually have hazwoper classes soon too. Did you do the like the fifth official hazmat approval? You uh-huh. got the certification, and you wore the oxygen tanks and the masks, and had to go take the bodies off the stretchers and shit. I didn't have to take bodies off the stretcher. No. Yeah, we had to do the whole thing. Yeah, that's Chris was there. He was the one from Parks that came. Oh, out. this is the Haswapper class then. Dude, we took the whole fucking thing. We had to go out yeah. with the fucking suits I have on to and do the that tanks. Eventually. Which is funny that you guys have to do it because none of you really mess with chemicals except for one. Well, they wanted us to because... And you guys don't even properly use that chemical correctly. You don't properly store it. You don't do... Well, I was going to tell shouldn't... you why they had us going, but you can... I'm just going to out you guys more because keep, like... Keep shitting on where I work. <laughs> what do you mean? The reason they wanted us to is because of the meth labs. All over Florida. <laughs> they come across like mobile meth labs. Yeah, yeah. They want us to be able to identify chemicals. I want you to smell it. What does it smell like, Chris? We didn't all need oh, to go. Oh, chloroform. Cool. <laughs> well, it takes 10 minutes at least. I know. So we were uh, doing that class and we had to go pick up the body. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like struggling to lift, like to move the body and the the actor, one of the teachers was to be an actor. Mm-hmm. He said, what are you doing? His legs are broken. Stop you know, moving them. Yeah. They were trying to get the stretcher on the uh, backboard under them. Yeah. And they're just yanking them onto it. <laughs> and, I'm tr- and you can't talk good at the masks, right? Because I got the oxygen, I got the whole head piece on me. Yeah. So I can't hear good, and that's what they want us to understand, that once you're out there, it's fucking not easy. So I'm yelling at my team, which was like Joseph and like two other people. I'm like, tell them, stop, stop, stop. Like, grab by the hips, mm-hmm. you grab by the shoulders, Roll to the side, put the backboard under, put them down. Hold mm-hmm. their, you know, one of you hold the legs steady, one grab the hips, one grab the shoulders, roll, roll back. And they're getting mad at me because I'm like yelling, but I'm trying just to get them to hear me. Yeah. Joseph's like, I'm trying. <laughs> he wasn't pissed. He's, we were all frustrated. Yeah, he's just. Masks are fogged up. Yeah. Then we have to go to decontamination station and we have to decontaminate. And then the guy who was supposed to be helping me decontaminate the body on the stretcher leaves to go help something else because he's panicking because they're all yelling. And I'm like, 
help me. Right now, he is priority. He yep. is the injured person. Yep. And I actually stopped. I walked over to the trainer. I'm like, correct me if I'm wrong here. Like, the one on the stretcher is injured. He needs to go out first, right? And they're like, yes. Like, they're not fucking listening. Tell one of them what's going on. So, because I can't lift this by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then if we finally got it going. Yeah. If you don't know. Always injured person first. You're already in a hazmat suit. Well, we had you other have... victims there, but they were awake, aware, moving. They weren't mm-hmm. broken legs and chemicals on them. If they can take care of themselves, take care of the that's person what, who can't yeah. help themselves That's first. what we had to do. A couple of us had to get the body. The other ones had to escort the other ones yeah. to That's de- basic de-con. first aid as yeah. well. But once we got over on a stretcher, that person left me. I'm like, <laughs> how am know... I going to lift this body up, put it over here, and hose it down? <laughs> Did you know... Uh, I got the nickname Dr. Watson really quick. Because not shortly... Not smart. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because shortly after my first aid class, I had to use it. So oh, you told me about that. Fucked up their leg. The cut, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're just Dr. Watson now, aren't you? He's like, shut up. It was just a cut. Uh, just common sense, asshole. Yeah, this person's <laughs> bleeding everywhere, and everyone's just looking at it. I was like, hey, um, yeah... You need to stop that bleeding. It's not good. Did you hear about the guy that just died in the Philippines? No. It's actually kind of sad. They went to a cockfighting ring. Uh-huh. Stop it. Because, you know, it's inhumane. Yes. The cops all showed up. They busted up the whole thing. They were picking up the roosters. Mm-hmm. I don't like saying just cocks when you're not just talking cocks. about the whole thing in general. Yeah. They were picking up cocks. They were just everywhere. Cocks, cocks, <laughs> cocks. So, anyway... The police chief, they're rounding him up. He picks up the rooster. It still had the razors on its claws. Uh, it kicked him in the, the artery in his thigh. He damn. bled out and died right there. That's why you wear tourniquets. Always have no, they couldn't stop it. It was a slash right through the whole artery. That's why you always have tourniquets. You can stop that bleeding instantly. You'll lose that leg, but you won't die. And some of them you can't stop it, completely. You can stop. You do it tight enough, you'll stop all blood going through that leg pretty sure they're trained and he didn't live i don't know about that to be fair you have like literal seconds yeah so i'm trying to explain i know you're trying to explain <laughs> it but a lot of people don't but understand like how useful tourniquets actually are you'll lose that leg but he'll still live you want a trivia my last and final trivia yes it's about zombies zombies uh are these the slow ones or rage zombies that go full speed more of the origins? Just the real zombies with the voodoo? Actually, yes, this does come into it as well, yeah. I know. Um, Zombie powder. This starts off with uh, ancient Greeks. It, uh, the ancient Greeks may have been the you first... Know, yes? We had the zombie voodoo powder recipe. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you actually had a book on voodoo. We had the fucking recipe. May have been the first civilization terrorized by the fear of the undead. Archaeologists have unearthed many ancient graves which contained skeletons pinned down by rocks and other heavy objects. They thought they'd get back up. Yep, they assumed that they'd prevent the dead bodies from reanimating. Zombie folklore has been around for centuries in Hades, possibly originated in the 17th century when West African slaves were brought into the work on Hades sugarcane plantations. Brutal conditions left the slaves longing for freedom, according to some reports to the life or rather, afterlife of zombies. Re- re- mm. I'm just fucking up too. Represented the horrific 
plight of slavery. There was actually a story. Uh, a man wrote a book about trying Surfing to... Surfing in the Rainbow. Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah, I know the movie. I had the movie on my server. Did you ever read the book? No, it's a true story, though. Yes, yeah. more or less. The a lot of people... Sister, was it the sister's brother showed up who was missing for years? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that part's true. Kind of people... shocked I knew that, didn't you? Before you even fucking hinted at it. I know. Serpent <laughs> in the Rainbow? My friend Casey is his favorite movie. Good. He says it's the scariest fucking movie you ever saw because it can happen. Right. It's it's not even... It's not meant to be spooky. No, it's but just it, meant to that's be... why it's scariest because it can happen. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what it is, I'll, te- I'll kind of break it down for you. It's a powder. Uh, oh, the book you're talking about? The book. Yeah. Uh, basically, a man is trying to figure out what are zombies, and they hear a story of, in Africa, specifically Hades, there was a man who showed up years after he was, he was dead. Missing. Yeah, he was dead. And yeah, was, he was dead. He was buried. He was His actually saw him buried. dead. Yeah. And he came back, and he had all his... And they didn't believe it was him. Yeah. Until his sister came his and sister identified came him. And asked him specific questions Plus that he had, only he would know. He also had a scar. And he also, that didn't matched. age. Um. So the, someone basically went out to Africa to figure out how people were doing this, and then they did it to him. And then they did it to him. Yeah. He didn't die though. No. Basically, it's a it's a powder. It's when a it, drug. when you get hit with it. Yeah. It's a, but it's powderized. Also, I want to point out they still weren't able to confirm if that was real powder because they only gave him fake stuff. They could never. He could never. Yeah. Every time the they asked, stuff. they wanted the real stuff to test it. They wouldn't give it to him. Yep. yep. But uh, and basically, they gave it to him. The thing was, they could the person could walk by you because it's in a powder form, just blow it in your face, and you basically go into a coma. Your heart rate slows down. And you're basically dead. Yeah. And then a few, I think it's like weeks. They later, dig you up. They'll dig you up, and like you're basically under their control. Yeah, they and just you keep can. you dosed. I think I don't think it lasts. I think they keep yeah. you dosed. You stay catatonic and do whatever you're told. Mm-hmm. So it's like the ultimate truth serum. So that that's why a lot of people uh, they use them in the slave labor. Yep, they keep them in a catatonic zombie-like state and they do whatever they're told mm-hmm. and they keep working. Yep, not complain. Which is wild, by the way, that yeah. this is an actual sh- thing that they actually manage to do. I should correct. But they're not, not able to redo it. I should correct too that I said my ex had a voodoo book. It wasn't just a book on voodoo stuff, like stories. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go and grab a book and find the voodoo powder. Why not? She had, like, this ritual book she got from someone that had, like, potions, all the voodoo. Like Interesting. It was handmade? No. Oh. I don't think it was published, like, mass-produced, though. Oh. I, there's so many of those kind of like the books. Anarchist Cookbook. It's like, well, that, that's mass-produced. Still, I was about like, to say, that is mass-produced. The guy, did you ever read? That's a sad-ass story. Yeah, the guy who made it can never get a job. Yeah. He'll have a job for like a year, and then they'll they realize... They chase him out. Yep, they'll yep. be like, the you school... made this book. He's like, I made this book when I was like 20. And he's done nothing but help people since then. And yep. he's written like, didn't him and his wife come out with like uh, new ways to treat things and help people? Mm-hmm. And, like all psychological he, stuff. He's done great things, but he, he, every time he gets a finds new job... A job Someone finds out about the book. Yep. And, and the thing is, the company bought the rights to the book and they keep publishing it with his name on it. Yep. And Actually, he, no, they might have taken his name off, but he's still tied to it some, online. Well, yeah, you they can easily really look up who made it. And it's him. It's sad. Like They showed the, the husband and wife, and he's like in tears the whole movie. He just wants to live a normal life. He did something stupid when he was a kid. Yeah. During And he was like... I think during the, the 60s, when it was everybody was... Rising up against the government, basically, yeah. and like, if he could take it back, he said it multiple times. If he could not write the book, he would. But at this point, it's it, it's. I had a copy of it too. And it's not that fucking bad. 
No, it's like napalm and like napalm, tear gas, homemade LSD. Yep. Um, fighting pipe bombs. Yeah, those are easy to make stuff, though. Yeah, that teaches the fighting. The only difficult thing is it like doesn't actually tear gas and napalm. Those are like the only hard things that are to make without having previous knowledge of well, it. Well, basically, what's teaching you is urban guerrilla warfare stuff you can do on your own instantly to fight back. Yeah, and like and the, the fighting pit segment was the part I always liked. But it's basically I don't remember all the details anymore. It teaches like spots to hit. Type. Yeah. Basically, it says if you're in a fight, no matter what kind of a fight it is. You always fight like the other person trying to kill you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it says stuff like, you know, if they're standing there with their legs wide open, kick them in the balls. There's no rules in fighting. Nope. You're if you're dumb. fighting for your life, <laughs> yeah. you fight for your life. That basically says that every single fight you ever go into, you assume you are fighting to survive. Yeah. My teacher said something uh, along those lines, too. Uh, always fight somebody. Whenever you get into a fight, you always assume they're better than you. Oh, yeah, that was your preschool teacher. I remember that. Yeah. It was all over the news. It was like this preschool fighting ring. In Germany? Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I was going to say in America. Oh. We can go to German route again if you want. I already got sure. one joke in already today. Yeah, we can do two. <laughs> do you want to you mention World War II? I didn't II? actually get a joke in today. I just yelled nine. <laughs> that is true. I was good today. And we were talked about... Mama Watson would be proud of me. Vichin and what? Snow White. Oh, yeah. And Simon Zellin. Which I don't even know what that means. We gotta look that up and see what it means. Oh my god, your your semen thing? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of we are all over the fucking place. But that is see all of yeah. That is weird that you my keep my phone that. keeps telling me to goddamn update and there's no update. That is all of our stories, all of our trivia. I'm gonna get tr- actual trivia next time. He's gonna bring Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get trivia based on things we're talking about. Okay, it is okay. I sure. Whatever. Ich bin ein Simon Zellin. <laughs> ich bin ein. Uh, I am a sperm. I am. I just sperm. said. <laughs> I was the best swimmer in that bunch. Sadly. I know, isn't it? Fucking sadly, buddy. Oh, fuck. Ich bin ein Bavaria. Which is the region, not the actual person. Bavaria. That's what uh, he said at the Berlin Wall thing, was ich bin ein Berliner. Yes. You're like, that's a donut. (laughs) Yeah. Donut-esque. But yeah. People still think it's funny which it's not entirely I just wrong heard, I heard someone talk a comedian was actually said it an older comedian ich bin ein he said he stood up and he threw his arms up he said we knew what he wanted to say I am what we are all the same but he yeah, said yeah, yeah. I am a donut I think it was Eddie Izzard wasn't it I think it was Eddie Izzard uh, yeah I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> anyways that is our Halloween special yeah of it's this kind of an all over the place it wasn't like super creepy it was just interesting I think to no, yeah legends. I mean we were talking about urban legends I we don't really have a creepy vibe. I'm fine with that. Even talking about creepy things, I'm fine with having a, a more uh, upbeat vibe. I mean, we could have made it. Right? I mean, I could have just ended heavy breathing into the mic for two hours. <laughs> I see you. Then you go, then what you do is you go home, you sit in the pitch black in the middle of the night, and you just listen to that. <laughs> in like stereo headphones. And halfway to, through it, you go... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to ASMR. Canada. What does ASMR stand for? 
Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Autonomous Sensory, sensory meridian, meridian Response. Welcome to my Asthma mer- Sensory Meridian Response. Asthma mer- yeah. Sensory Meridian. A A S M R. Okay, so I, I think that's it. I fucking just instantly knew what ASMR was. I was like, damn, I listened to way too much ASMR. Nice. Doing Foley work. <laughs> that was bones cracking. Ooh. Well, it's funny you're... we do hand gestures while we're doing stuff over here, you know? So. I'm a very animated Flamboyant. person. Oh, Flamboyant okay. works Anim- animated too. works. Uh, if dagger, look- dagger, dagger, dagger. If- Dagger, dagger, dagger. I don't know what the fuck it means. I just saw it. It's from Critical Role. Of course it is. Of course it is. You got a hard on for that shit. Absolutely. I would sleep with any of the cast members. Guys included. Especially the guys. Travis. If Travis Willingham is here, hey. I'm not into men, but we should watch sport ball together. Let me translate for you. I've never been to, like, I've hey, never been. I'm, I'm translating for I've him. I've never been the quarterback of a hockey team, but, like, I would totally go to a sport ball event with him. I'm translating. Okay. Hey. Thanks. Um, I totally pretend I'm not in the men. <laughs> but I'm right here saying to the whole world that I would bang a guy. No, I wouldn't bang him. Bang you like a gong! <laughs> I would definitely like to be the friends of Travis Willingham. Oh. I'm not going to say anything about his wife, if he is listening. I don't even, I don't even know who he Laura is. Laura Bailey is his wife. Oh. He, her husband's, the husband's on the show too? Yeah. I didn't know. The Dungeon Master's wife is on the show as well. Which Marisha one's... Ray and the Dungeon Master is Matthew Mercer. I, I, I know who the da- Dungeon Master is, I've seen him. Marisha Ray's the redhead. She's the one who plays Borgard, the monk. I don't know if I've seen that, heard that character yet. She's in the first episode. Of the second season? Yes. I don't remember. She's with Fjord and Jester. Oh, she's the one with Jester. Yeah. I like Jester. I like the voice. It fucking cracks me out every time I hear it. The one where she was, uh... She gambled and won the money. (laughs) Like, I get back, why? I want it. (laughs) (laughs) I lost. Jester... Oh, we're not going to get into this discussion because this is the end of Arcanum Obscura and this is not the point of the podcast. But Jester, if you like her now, it's just so much better as you can do it. On. Oh my god. That's so my great. favorite character in the show. It's so great. She's a good character. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, we have an email and a Twitter and an Instagram. Our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram is Arcandum Obscura Podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, leave a like, review, uh, share it, uh, write us a comment, which is just a review. Uh, if your platform allows it, I know some platforms don't allow you to follow or like yeah. uh, certain things or review things. Um, but if you can, please do. It will be interesting to hear what people have to say. Um, and I do. it does help us with reaching more people if you share it and review it. Um, aside from that, you can share it with your friends, family, um, dearly detested, which I say quite frequently. Dearly departed. Dearly de- it's no. Halloween. They come back. You've right. Halloween is for. You know what? Halloween is like two days from now. Or, when we're recording uh, or wait this. till Dia de los Muertos and celebrate with the Day of the Dead. Dear departed. Mm-hmm. Let them hear the podcast. That'd one be time great. Of year. Oh my God. 
Once we get all the our reviews spike all up, the souls in hell listening. Oh my god! Skyrack. Why don't they have a uh, a graph for that? They have one for space. Why don't they have one for heaven and hell and purgatory? Because there'd be none in heaven, <laughs> so there's no point in putting a chart. <laughs> so hell and mainland. Um, but yes, thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy. Do you have anything to add, Chris? Um, yeah, if you go out to Bunny Bridge on Halloween night, don't be there at midnight because Bunny Man gonna bust you on the head. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got today. <laughs>